Acts chapter 4, verses 16 and 17. The Jewish rulers, elders, and scribes were saying, What shall we do with these men? For indeed, that a notable miracle has been done through them is evident to all who dwell in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But so that it spreads no further among the people, let us severely threaten them, that from now on they speak to no man in Jesus' name. So what have you complained about? If you're like me, it's a pretty long list. Perhaps uh, the mess your roommate left, or the failure of people to return things they borrowed, the cold and snow of the past months, the inability to get on the athletic fields, the school, the props. Our text calls us to beware the contagion of complaining. Notice how the complaining of the Jewish leaders was really a cloak of privilege, a cloak to protect their own privileges. They saw that a notable miracle had occurred in Jesus' name, but they did not see it as a heaven-sent gracious call to repentance, but instead as a threat to the things that they wanted in life. Behold the blindness that this contagion of complaining can create. They admit they cannot deny that a noble miracle has been done. And yet what do they do? Threaten Peter and John with extinction in order to extinguish the name of Jesus. How often when privileges that we want are threatened or lost, do we also lash out with complaints? Complaints even against the heaven-sent, gracious call to repentance, the work of Christ? Secondly, in the Jewish leaders complaining, Notice how quickly they also brandished the cloak of authority. They gathered all the leaders who would join them. They sent the law to arrest Peter and John, throw them in prison, let them cool their heels there for a day, and then summon them before the court, all to prove who controlled the authority. How often? when the privileges we want are threatened or lost? Do we also brandish that cloak of authority? We'll share our complaining with anybody that will listen to gather more force of arms to our side. We'll speak to anybody with an authority that will listen, demanding satisfaction for our complaint. Notice thirdly also how the Jewish leaders in their complaining quickly brandish the cloak of orthodoxy. We're in the right. 
this upstart Jesus and his followers may be doing miracles, claim to be speaking God's word, but we have spiritual insight. We'll determine what is right. So easily, we also feel, don't we? I'm right. I just feel it. Even though we're resisting the will of God. Do you remember the incident of Korah when the children of Israel were in the wilderness? Some of the uh, Reubenites and Levites had started hanging out and really felt supported by complaining to one another. And it spread like wildfire. Yes, they also donned the cloak of privilege. We were promised a land flowing with milk and honey. Not this wretched wilderness, miserable manna, and scorching sun. We deserve better than this. And very quickly, the cloak of authority was donned on top of it. The Reubenites maintaining our tribe should have the leadership. Reuben was the oldest son of Jacob. And Moses, 40 years, and he still failed to get us to the promised land. And Korah and the Levites cheered. Yeah! We should have realized Moses could only mess things up. After all, you know, he was trained by the filthy Egyptians, not in the ways of our people. And remember how often he's failed in the past. All he does is bring us more and more trouble. We can do better than he can. And they made it all sound so right. With a cloak of orthodoxy, didn't God say we are all a holy nation, a kingdom of priests? Moses is usurping our divine rights. But do you remember what happened? God declared that their complaining was rebellion against him. He called all to come out from among this contagion of complaining. And then the ground opened up and swallowed all that chose to remain. The contagion of complaining is deadly. Not always quite as dramatically as with Korah, but still deadly. If you want to complain, it's always easy to find something to complain about. We're living in a sin-cursed world. We're rubbing shoulders with other sinners. Though God is with us, at Emmanuel, we're still part of this sinful world. Not only your fellow students, also the props are all sinners. And so yes, godly correction may be needed with any of us. 
But beware, the contagion of complaining, especially when your favorite cloak is being used to cover up, to resist a heaven-sent gracious call to repentance. The work of Christ. Repentance unto salvation. And consider Christ. Did he ever participate in the contagion of complaining? What did Isaiah 53 foretell? Those stricken, smitten by God and afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth in complaint. Though led like a lamb to the slaughter, he opened not his mouth but silently committed him, his life, to his father's keeping. And thus, 1 Peter 2 also records the fulfillment. Yes, he was reviled. He was threatened. He suffered the punishment of our sin, even to death on the cross, and yet no deceit was ever found in his mouth. This Jesus says to you, my stripes have healed the guilt of all your sin. My righteous contentment is credited to you through faith. Beware the contagion of complaining. Don't spread it around. Isaiah 61, put on the garment of praise for the spirit of cloudy complaining. Chase those clouds away with the light of my salvation. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Hymn 358, 358, stanzas 1, 2, 3, and 5. 1, 2, 3, and 5.